What's going on, guys? James Camacho here. This is Kicking It With Camacho. We're here in my hotel room in Hartford, Connecticut. This isn't just any hotel room. I'm in a fucking uh, suite right now. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, man. This is this is crazy, dude. It's like um, there's a whole like it's like a studio, but it's got like a whole area for like a living room. Right there, over there to my uh, right, there's a, a full desk, and then there's another like little living room area, there's a kitchen, and then there's like this little staircase right here. This wall isn't a wall, it's like a fucking, um, what do you call it, a loft, and then the, there's a king-size bed up there in a bathroom, so, uh, yeah. When you start headlining, um, you start getting better, better tellies, you know? That's what my friends used to call. My friends and I, when we were growing up, we used to call hotel teles. We used to like get like shitty teles, and then we throw fucking parties in them because, you know, if our parents weren't out of town, and um, if no one had an empty house, which means their parents weren't home and they could throw a party, um, we would just rent hotels out for like a hundred bucks, and uh, we would just throw down on there, man. We'd take all the furniture, we'd rearrange them. We'd make little fucking uh, beer pong tables out of the, the dressers, right? We would just stack them on top next to each other. Those are the good times, man. We always used to get in trouble for them, too. Every fuck, I would say about 60, 70... I would say 70% of the telly parties we threw, the cops always show up. But no one ever got arrested. You know? Not that I think about it. All the times when I was growing up and the cops came... Very seldomly, if ever, did someone get arrested, you know? Like, if it was just for drinking, partying, smoking weed, the cops usually just go, get get the hell out of here, you know? You gotta be a real douchebag, piece of shit, hit yourself cop to, like, see a 16-year-old, you know, experimenting with marijuana or, like, you know, playing beer pong and being like, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna fucking take you downtown. You know, it's funny because as a kid, you're terrified of cops. You're terrified. Right. But then like literally think think if you're a cop. Right. Like, let's say like earlier that day you had to deal with someone who raped a girl or you had to deal with fucking some some, you know, you know, whatever murder. Right. You're seeing a dead body in a house or I don't know. You find out some you have to go arrest some dude who's been stealing money. Right. Millions of dollars. And then later that day, you just stumble in on a fucking telly. With a bunch of 16-year-olds. Like, are you really... Are you really gonna be like, I gotta arrest these fuckers, you know? Throw them in a cell next to a, a rapist. You know what I mean? Like, imagine those guys who, like... The, the the two cops that went to Dahmer's place and then, like, finally arrested him. Like, do you think they're ever gonna go to, like, a... Burp, 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 burp. We got a... We got a noise complaint at the hotel. You think they're gonna show up and, like, just arrest those kids? No. It's probably the cops that are in like small towns where there's nothing to go nothing going on, right? They just want some action. I got into this I got I got into the cop industry to buy a for some action. I want some action. Anyways, it's not cop industry. What is it called? I don't know. Anyways, we're in Hartford. I got my protein bar here. I'm dressed like a douchebag, I know, but um you know. I'm uh I'm in my hotel room, uncomfortable. All right. Also, I'm trying to uh 
I'm, uh, I'm trying to do some, uh, I'm trying to get sexy and lean for my special taping. So I've been eating these protein bars. I've been eating just like red meat and uh, um, no fun, basically. Not drinking. I haven't drank in a week, maybe. It's crazy because like I'm not actively not trying to drink. Like I'm not an alcoholic. But I drink pretty often. And uh, recently I just kind of been so focused in on like the special and getting everything together that uh, I just haven't even thought about boozing. Oh, I think the last time I drank was last week, actually. Um, I was I was going off like, I haven't drank in forever. Aren't I an awesome person? And then I just go, oh, I drank seven days ago. No, but it was just a red wine I had on a flight because uh, the red wine on a flight helps me, uh, helps me conk out. Anyways. Oh, shit. We're on one battery on the audio. Fuck. Anyways, guys. Um... Hope you're doing well. Just wanted to check in on you. I realized um, I looked at the analytics for the last episode I did uh, of kicking it with Camacho, and it, it got. I think I don't think anyone watched it, which is uh, kind of sad. You know, I have 10,000 subscribers on YouTube, 50,000 followers, and all this shit. I have 300k followers across all social platforms, and I think my last podcast got zero zero seconds of. Uh, Retention. And um, I think partially it's because it's it's too long, you know? Like, I do an hour, and um, I think it's antiquated podcasting, right? Old podcasts used to all be like, oh, we, we got to do an hour, right? Got to fill an hour. Rogan's like, you know, he does like eight hours with his guest. And uh, I'm not Rogan, you know? And um, I'm different. So, also, I realize like a lot of you have things to do in life. Um, I'm not really offering anything on this podcast except for my fucking babbling. So uh, we're going to try to keep these a little shorter, uh, maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes, if I'm feeling sexy. And um, maybe I'll do twice a week instead, right? I'll do twice a week, 20 minutes, so I can give you a little more updated shit on what's going on in my life. Let me take a bite of my protein bar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Drink some water. Aren't there some people that like the sound of chewing, like as, as ASMR or something? Dude, what about those people that hate the sound of chewing, you know? Like you ever chewing gum or chewing food like you normally would in a way that ne has never bothered anyone ever in your, whatever, 20 years or 40 years of life? And then someone will go, oh, can you fucking chew normally, goddammit? And you're just like, Are you what? Like, and they get mad at you. It's like, yeah, you're chewing like a goddamn cow. It's like, no, I think you have, um, I think you're an asshole. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I've been chewing like this forever. No one's ever said anything. And you're acting like I fucking slapped your mother in the face with a fucking bunny slipper. You know, there's, a, I think there's a condition when, um, um, you can't, you get bothered by chewing. Let's see if I can find that up here. Bothered by chewing. Okay, here we go. Bothered by chewing is called. Misophonia, miso soup, miso horny, misophonia, phonia. Sorry, the cause of this fury stems from a condition known as misophonia, misophonia, which is stimulated by trigger sounds, typically originated from facial activity, most famously the sound of chewing. Misophonia can be experienced so severely that it affects relationships and prevents sufferers from engaging social situations. And then also is misophonia. 
Is it a mental illness? It's a disorder where you have a decreased tolerance to specific sounds and things you can sense related to them. While it doesn't have an official recognition as a distinct disorder, experts still recognize it. All right, so it's a legit problem. Um, it's not just people being assholes. I guess there are some people out there that, um, you know, if they hear the sound of chewing or swallowing, that must suck. If you're like a, a dude with misophonia, like, do you not like when girls suck your dick, gargle your your jizz and like swallow it because of the sound of chewing and swallowing and if you if you have misophonia, it's not phonia, it's phonia. If you have misophonia, um, comment, send me an email, um, send me some food to chew, um, and um, let me know. But yeah, I um, I'm trying to get good shape for the special taping. Um, even though it's not gonna matter, it's not like I'm doing it shirtless. Um, but yeah, if you haven't gotten your tickets, August tenth. Comic Strip Live, New York City. This is the last time I'll be doing the podcast prior to the recording. Most likely, maybe I'll do like a Wednesday podcast. Like I said, I'll do more frequent, shorter episodes, and I can tell you how nervous I am, how I'm feeling, how tickets are looking, and um, how much I hate my family and myself and my my fucking my uh, my my flat ass. Um, you know, one thing I am nervous about is that I think my parents are coming. I know my mom's coming, but my dad might come, and my dad's never been to any of my soccer games growing up. He's never been to my, he didn't go to my college graduation. He didn't go to my, um, the, anything, anything of, uh, anything. He's never attended any of my life events, and he's going to come to this, and I got some jokes about him that are a little harsh, you know? Not harsh, but just more like open and telling and honest, and he's going to be there, He's going to have, uh, we're going to have family be there. And everyone thinks my dad's like a fun, loving, goofy guy. But, you know, when he's home, he's a, you know, that's uh, that's how everyone is. You put your mask on when you walk outside and when you come back home to your family, your friends and your girlfriend and your um, dildos, you're, that's the normal you, you know? So it's going to be weird. I got to talk to my therapist about that. I'm going to do that. I got to have my parents sit in the back. I can't. If they're sitting front and center, I mean, I am just going to bomb the thing. You know, part of me wishes like I had just like booked a weekend at a at a big club, like a nice, big, good club with good audiences all the time, good reputation. And I just hired a camera crew to do the special then, you know, I feel like that would have been more because like everyone in the crowd is going to be my my family and friends and like fans i guess that means they'll just be more giving and loving but god there's something i can't i can't i have such a hard time performing performing for people i know you know some some comedians i feel like can do that like they can perform knowing that their girlfriend or their their father is in the crowd it's probably because they have good relationships with their parents or their family that they probably fuck around have drunk and gotten drunk you know done weird you know, talked about sex and, and uh, the birds and bees. I haven't done that with my parents at all. So now I'm going to be all open and vulnerable. Uh, uh. Anyways, but yeah, if you haven't gotten your tickets, please get your tickets. If uh, you don't live in New York, it's totally cool. You'll be able to see in the future. But tell a friend that lives in New York. That'd be very nice. Um, yeah, so uh, we're T-minus five days away. And... Um, 
like I said, man, performing for people I know, that's uh that's uh that's terrifying. Terrifying. Anyways, I wonder if I have any diseases, you know? Because I don't have any allergies. To, like, it, you, you ever go to a restaurant or you ever go, like, to uh, the doctor and they're just like, like uh, you know, what's your weight? Oh, 600 pounds. What's your height? 3'6". Oh, midget, huh? And then they go, do you have any allergies? Do you have any this? Do you have any that? Anything we should be aware of? And, like, I've never said yes <laughs> once in my life. You know, if I go to a restaurant and it's like, you know, some nice place, do you have any food allergies? I always go, no, I don't. I don't fucking. Are there people actually being like, oh, uh, yes, I do. I actually, um, if you cannot put nuts in uh, the oil that you cook it with, that would be great. Okay. If you could just change what the chef does for me. Uh, no, wait, change, change what the chef does for everyone for me. That'd be great, please. Um, Yeah, I would feel, I'd feel needy if I went to the doctor. And I told them, like, yes, I have uh, diarrhea and uh, AIDS. And sometimes uh, at 6 p.m., I shit my pants. Like, I, I would just feel weird if I had all these weird conditions, you know? But maybe that's just me. Maybe that's me. Maybe I need to practice better self, uh, self-love. self You know who I've been listening to a lot recently? This is, like, uh, this is why I love YouTube shorts. Because my YouTube short algorithm is all inspirational shit. You know, on Instagram, it's just shoes and fucking tits. TikTok, it's just um, people people drowning and um, people getting, you know, animals getting hit by fucking air balloons. Um, but yeah, I, this guy, you know, Gary V. I think I'm sure you guys know who Gary V is, right? He's like the wine connoisseur that became like an entrepreneur business guy. And uh, I like the cut of his um, jibber jabber. He's very inspirational you know, he, he he seems like he cuts right to the chase, and uh, I've been listening to a lot of his stuff recently um, because I have, you know, my self-worth issues, my confidence issues, um, I let social media fucking poison my head, and it's funny because, like, he has all these videos where people ask him, like, what's what should, be, what should my uh, social media strategy be? And he literally will just be like, you got to post seven times a day, and then literally every time he says that, the reaction's like, what, fuck, seven? Seven times a day? Seven. Seven. What? And he's like, yeah, do you want it or not? Shut the fuck up. It's seven. And he's kind of right. Like, you know, even like the most engaged, a really engaged person on social media will post like once a day, maybe they do five days a week. But like the people that are really successful on there, literally, it literally, it's like they post multiple times a day. If you go on their stories, they're doing fucking like, oh, now I'm at the gym. Now I'm eating dinner. Now I'm getting laid. You know, it's just constant like fucking updates on their lives and like like constant engagement. And like it doesn't look like it's a lot of work. It looks like they're living life and having fun. But like if you ever hang out with a person that's like got a really, you know, really good on social media, it's like they're on their phone fucking constantly, man. Like I was talking to one of my openers this uh, yesterday um, at City Steam Hartford um, and she was telling me that she opens up for this. She opened for this guy who I opened for too, ironically, who's huge on social media. Huge. That's what she said. But he's huge on social media. And she was saying, like, uh, literally 24 7, wakes up on his phone constantly. And, you know, when she brought it up to me, 
she was right because I've opened for the guy before and there was a lot of times I'd be talking to him and then he just started going on his phone. I'd be like, oh, this guy doesn't give a shit about what I, what I say. But he's actually like, he's tweeting, he's making uh, videos, he's blogging, he's doing whatever the fuck. And he's, it's constant work, you know? And, uh, I, you know, I was thinking like, shit, is that what I got to do to be successful on there? Because, you know, I post my clip once a day. I um, post the uh, uh, jokes. Um, but I don't I don't do much like story. I don't do I don't I don't like give a window into my life. But maybe that's what I got to start doing to um to make it. It's ironic, though, because like all this stuff that does really well in social media. I'm sorry. I keep fidgeting with my fucking hat. Um, one time I did a show where I wore a cap and some dude told me this is when I was new in comedy. He told me that if I wore a hat on stage, no one could see my eyes and I was going to bomb every time I did it. <laughs> and he's he scarred me for life. So now every time I, I'm on camera or. I'm on stage. If I wear a hat, I'm always just being like, <laughs> I feel like Ness from fucking Super Smash Brothers. Anyways, um, yeah, do I? Maybe I should start doing that if I want to be successful. Because I'm at the point now. I'm I'm starting to get old. I'm starting to get wrinkles. I'm starting to get back pain, and uh, I just I just want to be successful. You know, like I want to. I don't want to hold back anymore. You know, and that's why this Gary V guy's pretty inspirational he's like uh he's just like a lot of like shut the fuck up stop worrying about what people think stop worrying about the comments just do you the most natural you put the best effort and fuck everyone else because everyone's gonna be negative and he's so right man and i've been saying this for a while but it's like you know every new idea or never every new influencer every new comic that starts off people know never believe in you they never believe right they always say the way you do things are fucking weird. You got to be traditional. You got to do this. You got to do that. You can't do this. You can't do that. Meanwhile, once you make it, everyone's like, oh, I want to be that guy. Now I'm down doing that guy on stage. Or it's like, oh, we should do what that guy's doing. He's a trendsetter, you know? So it's all about just creating your own thing, blocking out people that are going to be like, that's stupid. That doesn't make sense. That's never worked before. Because basically what they're saying, they're all being like analytical. They're like, there's no data to support what you're doing. So we're going to say it sucks, you know. But uh, you just got to believe in like the the audience. That's one thing I'm trying to really comprehend too. It's like the audience, you got to listen to the consumer, you know. Because I'll post on social media and I try to post things that I like, what makes me look cool, what makes me look, you know, pictures that like make my dick look bigger. And I forget it's like, Sometimes I get frustrated because things aren't performing well. And then I, I do, sometimes I don't really think about what the audience wants. And it's right there. That's why these analytics are all the, all these insights, right? They literally show you, like, if you get a thousand views on this, but this has a million views, this is better, right? If this gets more likes than that, that's obviously what more people are engaged with, yada, yada, yada. And sometimes, like, I'm stubborn. I just don't even look, I don't even, like, pay attention. I go, well, you know, that's great, but. I didn't think that fucking paper bag joke would work. I want to do a joke about anxiety. And then meanwhile, I do a joke. Sam- and then, you know, the jokes that are whatever, there's an audience for it. But, you know, there's a it's, it's not as broad, I guess, you know. So I want to start doing what works more. I just want to be successful. I'm, I'm sick of this. I'm sick. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of being a loser. It's sad, too, because I'm not a loser. You know, I'm a pretty, I'm pretty, uh, I'm a working comic. It's hard. It's hard to, this is where I need some self-confidence. Ah, I just want the jab, man. Someone give me some fucking self-confidence in a syringe and fucking, I just want a, the jab, man. You know the heroin acts? The jab. I want the fucking, 
The self-worth jab. Anyways. All right. I guess we should wrap up here. <laughs> this is great. I love these short-form podcasts. They're probably more consumable for you people out there. Um, where am I coming up in the future? I'm going to be in uh, the West Coast um, next week. I'm going to be in San Diego August 20th. Please get tickets to that. I haven't done any promotion for that. So I got once the special is done recording, I'm going to be promoting that like a fucking... Uh, promoting that like a uh, car salesman promoting a fucking car with no engine, but saying it's great. Oh, my analogies are all off. All right, that's how you. Once you make one bad joke, one bad analogy, the podcast is done. Just give up, throw the towel in, and um, suck your own dick. Um, yeah, and then um, September, remember, remember, I'm um doing a Midwest tour. Louisville, Indianapolis, Fort Wayne, and then Dallas in November. Vegas in October. Comedy Cabernet, new comedy club opening up. They're paying me a trillion dollars, um, so that's going to be great. Um, and then December, we have Washington, D.C., and uh, more tour dates will be added. I've been slacking on the booking because just the special. I've been begging people to come out. I've been posting flyers. I've been doing all this shit, um, and... Um, I can't wait for it to be shot and done. And, um, you know, obviously, I'll have like a month break where I'm just editing it. Well, I'm going to be with the guys editing it, the producers. And then after that, you know, promotion will be tough. Promotion is like I'm just going to go on people's podcasts and shit, you know. And, um, you know, take more ads out. But I, I think that's less stressful. Like the, the most stressful thing is getting people to come out, you know. I wonder if that's how it is for most people when they shoot their specials, if that's the most stressful part, just making, hoping people come out. I guess if you're like a big-time uh, comic, you don't have to worry about that because people will come out in droves. You know, it's, just about, it's more about when you're ready to shoot it. For me, it's just like it's more it, – I mean, it's obviously important when you're ready to be ready, but it's also important um, to be able to client the, – the, the consumers, you know, the clientele. It's all a business, goddammit. Yeah, so let's wrap up here. Any parting words? Anything happened in the news recently? I think Trump got indicted again, right? It's so funny because I heard about it, and he's been indicted so many times at this point. I'm just like, ah, all right, you know, it's it's getting, it's kind of like getting. Yeah, no, it's kind of like if someone gets COVID now, you're just like, ah, okay, you'll be all right, man. Okay. Barbie Heimer. I haven't seen Barbie. I heard Oppenheimer was good. If I have three hours to carve out. Maybe I'll go check it after the special. Um, fuck, man. I thought there was some news article recently that came out that was kind of interesting. I don't fucking know. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you. James Camacho, please come to the special taping. Just go on social media. Like the stuff. Um, I'm... Um, but, but, uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. All right, guys. I'm going to go fucking eat some protein bars and, uh, you know... Enjoy my sweet, sweet. Dachin adios.